Today we are going to borrow a concept from data science to help you determine how best to spend your time and thus how to spend your entire life well. Okay, so the concept is one of targets. There are positives and negatives, true and false. So true and false means what it actually was, positive and negative meaning what you're aiming at. So if it's a true positive, then you were aiming at positive and it was positive. A true negative means you're aiming at negative, it was negative. A false positive means you thought it was positive, but it was not. It was actually negative, you were wrong. And the same is true for negative, false negative. You thought it was negative, but it was actually positive. Now this is a bit of a word soup and I always get them mixed up, but don't worry too much about this. This is not that important. I believe that you can treat activities, aspirations, goals, and we're going to shorthand this down to how you spend your time can be bucketed into these categories. And each of these categories has different effects on your quality of life and thus your entire life, depending on how you behave. So in general, positive is good, okay? <laughs> negative is bad, all right? But that doesn't mean that spending time on negative things is bad. Getting run over by a car is bad. <laughs> so spending time not getting run over, taking that threat seriously, and not getting run over by cars is important. It's worth your time right? and attention. So I, time and attention I'll use interchangeably here, uh, but they're both separate and important commodities. So you want to spend time on true negatives. There's going to be a stock market crash. Well, you know, having money and safeguarding your wealth and your savings, which is your hard-earned time and effort, is worth spending some time on, right? It's, if you can see some bad things coming, you should avoid them. This is common sense. Even the most chill Zen <laughs> Buddhist would agree that, yeah, I mean, don't just like, sit there and like let the snake bite you that doesn't make any sense you should avoid the snakes all right so spending time on true negatives is good right because it avoids the worst outcomes the same for true positives a true positive is an activity it is time spent on something that is actually good for you that you enjoy that is satisfying that is meaningful you get to pick your own qualifier for what positive means like this is your choice right it is time well spent. And where you choose to measure that is arbitrary and separate from this concept. You know, there's regret minimization, there's whether you enjoyed it, it during, there's my favorite definition is something that it allows you to enjoy now while also enjoying your future nows. Those are the most positive things. Okay, it, it is good now and it is good later. In my opinion, that is the best measure. Okay, so this is pretty like non-controversial. Spending time on true positives, this is good. This is awesome stuff. These are goals that you're working towards that you're excited to work towards. And then after you've been working towards them for a while, you don't regret working towards them. <laughs> and they made your life better, right? The same for true negatives. Oh wow, avoiding these problems was really worth my time. However, we're gonna take a look at the other column now the false column. 
false positives and false negatives. All right, so let's talk about both of these. Spending your time on false negative activities or aspirations. Pouring your energy and attention and time into false negatives. What is a false negative? This is something that you think is bad and worth spending your time on, but turns out not being worth spending your time on. In the most extreme example, you can think of like doomsday cults, right? Who are constantly predicting that the world is going to end, you know, this May. You know, May rolls around and then the world doesn't end. And they're like, well, whoops. You know, of course they get a punt and spin it somehow. But you can see now, oh, wait a minute. This actually wasn't a problem. I think that there's a, a Mark Twain quote. Forgive me if I'm wrong and it's not Mark Twain. But um, the quote goes something like, I spent my life worrying about a great deal of things, and most of them never happened. Those are false negatives. These are things that we concern ourselves about, or we fear, or that we're angry at, or that we want to change, or that we crave, or that we have experienced greed, or a bunch of negative desire. So it can be a void. Uh, it's anything that's bad. It's bad, and we're trying to avoid it. We're trying to make it not happen. However, it's not actually right. In the end, it turned it out not to be useful, or it turned out to be toxic. Okay, So those are false negatives. False positives are different. False positive is you think it's going to be good. You think it's going to be helpful. You think it's going to be enjoyable or meaningful or what you want. You think it's what you want. It turns out to be not what you wanted. Now, of these two, I believe, and this is the like central premise of this entire episode, is that false positives are significantly more dangerous to our well-being than false negatives. Okay? So these are actually more dangerous. False negatives, the reason I don't think these are as bad is because we know they're bad for us. It's, they feel bad. Watching the news and, you know, staring at some sensational global event and feeling terrible feels terrible. Feeling bad feels bad. Feeling afraid feels bad. <laughs> Being angry feels bad. And because they feel bad, they have a built-in sort of throttle where you just can't keep doing it. You'll fall apart. You're like, I gotta stop. Or at the very least, you're consciously aware of the pain you're putting yourself through, right? This is like imagining that every single car everywhere is trying to run you over. This paranoia feels terrible. And so it's very difficult to get stuck in false negatives. It's not impossible, and they certainly have consequences. But we kind of know it's bad for us right? <laughs> so I'm not too worried about them. Um, we have a self-control mechanism here. False positives, on the other hand, false positives are the danger of comfort, the danger of excuses, the danger of doing things you don't actually want to do, but are trying to convince yourself that you want. They are pursuing other people's goals. They are trying to fit into an identity you actually don't want. And the reason that they're so dangerous is because often they feel good. 
a great example of a false positive is I just need to unwind with a beer or two after work and watch some TV and play a video game. That's a false positive because it seems good in the moment. And in the moment, it feels good. And it's not until afterward, or maybe, you know, maybe there's a sinking feeling that you know it's not good as you ignore your family or your health or whatever, right? The hobbies you wanted to do instead. It's a good lie. We self-deceive with false positives. They seem, they're very deceptive, and you can be stuck in them for a very long time because they feel good or they seem good. A false positive is starting a nonprofit to clean water or like further some cause that you really want to believe in and you kind of care about. But ultimately, it's not really what you wanted to do with your life and you're just kind of doing it because you feel guilty. That's a false positive. They can eat your entire life. It's the kind of thing you can spend 20, 30, 40 years on and say, why did I do all that? I didn't actually really care. Why did I pour all that time and energy and attention into this thing? And this is why they're so dangerous, is they seem good. They look good to everyone else. They might even look good or feel good to you from a certain perspective. But they're not actually what you wanted. So when you're looking at how should I better spend my time and thus my entire life, the thing you want to avoid most are false positives. Certainly avoid false negatives, but pay attention to true negatives, to pay attention to the true positives. And a great deal of your conscious attention should go towards questioning. Is this really a true positive? Is this actually what I want? And to be sure, there is a process of finding out, right? Finding out is an action. But sometimes you already have enough evidence. Sometimes you already know what you want. And it's not what you're doing. And in that case, you have identified a false positive. And it will continue to eat your time and attention and energy indefinitely. Because it looks good. It's got good optics. It might even feel good. But it could eat your entire life if you don't insist on redirecting your time and attention and energy to the true positives. False negatives, too. You could spend your entire life, or a great deal of it, worried about things that will never happen. And so much of the balance of a life well-lived is in identifying the true from the false, the things to actually worry about, the things to actually pursue or be or try from the things that seem good, seem bad, but really aren't, or at least aren't worth your time and attention. Take some time to question the things you spend your time on and ask yourself whether this is a true positive or not, because false targets False targets are the destroyers 
of everything that is important of a meaningful and purposeful life. That makes them very dangerous. Take some time. Think for yourself. See you next time.